0: From Los Angeles, California, it's Feliz Navipod. With special guest,
1: Matt Gourley. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. I wanted more time to see Santa and his reindeer. This podcast makes it feel like Christmas every day. It makes you feel like you're with here so grab a Yule love cause this show is called Pod. hello ho ho and welcome to felice Navipod. my name is tony faxton with me as always is rick jump the gun a little bit again i give that a uh, an eight out of ten ricks eight out of ten uh look guys thanks for listening I'm going to get a little pluggy up right at the top here. I'm going to get right to it. I put the plugs at the end, usually. Maybe there's going to be more at the end of this one, too. I don't know if you guys turn those off generally before then, but look, here's what we're going to do. We have a little competition. That's long. No, that's short. (laughs) Short for competition. And uh, what I want you guys to do get onto iTunes and leave Felice Navipod a nice and creative review. Uh, I want you guys to have fun with it. You know, tell me your thoughts, if they're nice. You know, I'm not, I'm not begging you to uh, do something silly here, but have some fun with it. And the, it sounds stupid, but the reviews actually help the show. So get on there. Leave the show a nice review. And you have until next week's show, next Wednesday, I'm going to pick my favorite review. And uh, whichever one I like the most, I'm going to send you... A Feliz Navipod mug. How about that? Uh, I've got a few left from the Kickstarter. So uh, there you go. Leave a nice review. Win a mug. How about that? Uh, One other thing real quick. I'm going to throw it out there. Valentine's Day special on Downright. D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com. Uh, I can write you a one minute custom song for $75. Uh, Go to Downright.com. Fill out your requests, and those will be done and returned to you by Valentine's Day. And uh, just remember, this is my promise to you. If you buy a song from me on downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. But enough of all that. Uh, let's get on with the show. Oh,
0: Merry Christmas! Hey! Hello! Matt Morley.
1: Oh, yeah. come on in! Hello. Please, come on in. I just thought don't I was... Let, don't let Rigby uh, bother you too much. She's settling down quickly. She doesn't bother She's... me at all. That's good. That's good. You're a friend to the animals.
0: I am. I am, yeah. Especially to those cats. You know.
1: That's what I... know. I, 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 uh you, you, uh, I'm a listener of your podcast as well. Oh, oh, thank you. And, uh, I was there too, right? Yes, that's right. And screw that up, right? No. I, as I said, I was like, wait, shit. No. Uh, and we, we have a similar, uh, the show's not similar, but we have a similar gag that we go to. Right. Of... It's
0: like our, our Ed McMahons <laughs> are our respective house pets. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's right.
1: I like it. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know if you want to let people peek behind the curtain or not. Please. But, uh. Will your cat actually meow? Are those actually on the spot? Absolutely. I might tighten the space right. half the time. But most of the time, she's the
0: most vocal cat I've <laughs> ever known, and I've had a million cats in my life. And I, I, I can't believe it. Like, you can just pick her up, and at some point, if you leave a space, she will meow. Because she's always meowing, and she has this crazy vocabulary. Sometimes it literally sounds like she, like when you pick her up, she goes, no, <laughs> Like she's saying the word No. It's right. crazy. She's a nut. She's um I think the reason I always talk about her is because she really is a that amazing and that infuriating and that fat. She's all of those things. Right. <laughs> uh how long have you had her? Is she old? No, she's pretty new. When my girlfriend and I moved into our place, the night we held a housewarming party, she just walked in the door and she was a neighbor's cat, but she was an outside cat. And she just came around. She was just so sociable, and she was after food. And we we thought she was adorable, and we're like, this is like victimless crime. We don't have to take care of it. This is perfect. We just get to hang out with her. Well, then cut to 5 a.m. every morning. She's meowing outside our door, and we get really attached to her. And then the neighbor drives by once and sees me getting out of the car just coming from Petco with a gravity feeder full of food, and she's like what's going on here? And eventually she <laughs> goes, why don't you just take her? I think she likes you better. But the subtext was, I think you're stealing our cat. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but the w- one reason that I truly don't feel bad is so many cats have gone missing in our neighborhood because of coyotes and she's yeah. too dumb to survive. And so we keep her indoor and <laughs> we like to think that we've saved her life.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's good. Yeah. I know it's a weird thing with stray animals. I feel like, cause sometimes like it's like, yeah you maybe you're doing the good thing by taking them but sometimes and i don't know there this this controversial sure of of you know some people just have animals that like to roam around yeah. and actually always come back yeah i've never had an animal where i felt comfortable enough to let that happen yeah we so, as a
0: kid we our cats were all outdoor indoor and they could go as they pleased, but we didn't have coyotes yeah yeah and she's dumb <laughs> she's just dumb and slow and fat <laughs>
1: Yeah did you did you see Lucifer our cat? We have a cat also. No, I don't I know didn't. if he was out. Oh when you came no, in. I didn't see. Yeah. It. I
0: would have certainly noticed.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he'll make an appearance before your before your time is done. I hope so. He's got one dumb ear. Really? What do you yeah. mean? Just he's uh, least well, he had two normal ears. Yeah, and then a couple of years ago, one day his ear got really like puffed up. Uh-oh. Got totally swollen. Oh no! And uh, so we took him to the vet, and they drained it, but then it came right back. And then he ended up having, it was something, it was like a blood vessel thing. And uh, how's oh. that for an explanation? It was a blood vessel thing.
0: <laughs> most things are.
1: <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they had to do surgery on him, like cut his ear open and like put stitches in it. And now he permanently has one droopy ear.
0: Oh, that's adorable. That's <laughs> it's like, kind of cute. What, what cartoon character has one droopy ear that I'm thinking of? It should be here in this room somewhere. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> this, I'm sure your listeners know but this is
1: oh, yeah. the most amazing menagerie. Of- it it comes up from time to time. Oh, I, oh, and Rigby's uh, getting vocal again for some reason. Doesn't usually happen later. <laughs> this job of the hut throne thing I had. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey.
1: <laughs> Rigby. Rigby. <laughs> um yeah, that's not I had it as a kid. That is not the V1. Oh. I had it. I have since regained it. Wow. That's a good regain. Yeah. When you, you so you have the Speeder bike in the also, box and sometimes the Also a regain. I have really? to be honest. Yeah. yeah.
0: The boxes are more nostalgic to me than the toys. I think because I became so used to the toys, but I see the boxes again and I get this mm-hmm. flash of nostalgia. Nostalgia? <laughs> 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 Nastashakin. Wow,
1: yeah, because it's it's a lot more rare to find boxes at all.
0: Yeah. I like I have the die cast land speeder that's uh-huh. still on the card. It's surprisingly not worth that much, but really? the nostalgia value is incredible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, so you uh I, I think when uh i had reached out about you you coming by, uh I i uh, one, you expressed your love for Christmas, which yes. I was already excited about, it's and true. then through through social media, I've gathered that you're also a big Star Wars guy. It's true. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you're a good fit here. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I can't stop looking around. <laughs> I really can't.
1: I understand. Uh, feel free. Any any questions, comments? <laughs> they're all welcome. Oh man,
0: I I guess though, <laughs> I'll, I'll address them as they come. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you have, oh, so you have the Luke Skywalker's original Stormtrooper with the removable helmet. I never had that. I was, I was on to G.I. Joe by that point. Okay. Yeah, I was never really
1: out. a G.I. Joe uh, kid. I never had that phase. Uh, I assume we're probably pretty similar in age. I may I ask? You may. Yes. Uh, 41. Okay. So you're yeah. a little older than I me. I think I am. Yeah. yeah, I'm 36. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and
0: boy, so no G.I. Joe, huh?
1: No. Never, It never appealed to me for some reason. It was almost exclusively Star Wars as a kid. Yeah, like I my, was originally.
0: But yeah. when then they introduced the swivel arm grip and they could hold guns like a human, uh- <laughs> that's all I needed.
1: Yeah, it was all Star Wars. And then I think as kind of Star Wars, you know, was, was getting phased out, uh, since you're a little older, you probably you know we're too old for these but do you remember the not uh,
0: necessarily I, I stuck with toys for longer than i should
1: have well as you can see, so did yeah. i yeah uh but i was uh i feel like the big other thing for me was mask do you remember those not only do i remember but i had every single mask toy you could have
0: up to a certain point like mm-hmm. they went crazy at one point yeah, with all yeah. these different variances and stuff i was obsessed with mask <laughs> I truly was. I, I could tell you everything about it.
1: You still remember it cuz I still
0: have them. Really? Yeah, and I have the card. I just bought the cartoon on DVD not too long. Oh, ago. I
1: didn't even know it was on yeah. DVD. Yeah. Is it awful to watch it, now? It is
0: it is hard to get like the formulaic episodic nature of it is yeah. so repetitive. It's ridiculous, but those toys were incredible. I remember I got Condor, the little green motorcycle. Yeah.
1: Brad I don't remember the name. I
0: know. I want to say it's Brad Cooper, but it can't be, <laughs> but Brad something. And that was my first one. And I was just blown away. And I remember talking to my buddy at, in junior high about it to the point where he eventually went like, Hey, you really are obsessed with these toys, aren't you? And then I got this feeling like, Oh my God, I got to shut up.
1: I feel yeah. like I'm doing it now. <laughs> no, I like it. Uh, yeah, Mask, as much as I was into it, I feel like it obviously didn't have the lasting power, but I, I don't really remember it very well. Mm. I think like if I see them, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that, but oh, really? I can't tell you their names. But you were super into it. I was, but it just, yeah, it didn't, it didn't hold for oh, me. Oh man, Bruce Sato, Matt Tracker,
0: Alex Sector, <laughs> uh, Jacques Lafleur, Hondo McLean, Venom, uh, Miles Mayhem, Slyrax.
1: God. You are blowing my mind. What yeah. was the um the little the little boy T-Bob. was Scotty, right? Scott T-Bob. T-Bob. Yeah. That's right. That yeah. came up recently. Really? I think uh Matt Belknap is obsessed with with that. Oh, really? Oh, I think man. so cuz I had posted something on Twitter and he made some sort of T-Bob reference. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's the mask guy. <laughs>
0: I even I used to draw a lot and I set out to draw a mask comic at one point. Mm. I, mean, I think I got the two pages in before I quit, but there was a Masked comic that was actually really good. For It was like a four-issue miniseries. Oh, four-issue exactly. miniseries. Sorry. Uh, I, God, I love that stupid show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I uh, I started going down a YouTube hole with that recently, but I pretty much only watched like, the opening credits. As, as really They're so of... good, though. And that theme song. Oh, My, my, my mask. mask. Yeah.
0: No one knows what lies behind your masquerade.
1: That was, it was like the 80s to yeah. the nth degree. Yeah, like, no yeah, kidding. That theme song is is the 80s.
0: I want to know Matt Tracker's story. He's a single dad. It must have been that his wife died. Scott's mom probably died because <laughs> they couldn't have had divorce in a child's cartoon. Right. Where was she? And and Alex Sector, the bald guy with the beard and his mask was Jack Rabbit, and Bruce Sato, the very stereotypical Japanese guy who had the lifter mask. They both drove that rhino big rig but they it feels like they know, lived yeah. in the um sleeper cab together like they were <laughs> 80s cartoons first homosexual couple or <laughs> yeah.
1: and <it> was <laughs> sorry go ahead so it's
0: just like he alex hector was kind of older an older bear and bruce sato is this younger japanese guy and it just feels like a gay couple would be today
1: <laughs> <laughs> and did they it was a I'm thinking of the right thing, right? Boulder Mountain is that what that was called? It was like a gas. Yeah, station. I had that. I'm I had that to too. Trying to remember the name because I remember that being like the thing that I like. I wanted so bad, and then I got it. Maybe even got it for Christmas. Uh, and then it was one of those things like. Once I got it, I kind of didn't care though.
0: Yeah, because it was you, you didn't really use it. It was kind of yeah. like the GI Joe headquarters too. Although I used the Death Star, I had the Death Star a lot, and I loved that. But yeah, Boulder—if it's Boulder Mountain—I just loved the, the like handheld cars. Like you could put yeah. one, handheld car against another and transform them. It was amazing. (laughs) Because they were better than transformers for my money, too, because you could transform them pretty quickly. Usually it was just like a button and then a couple of little things. Yeah, it
1: didn't even really transform. It was just like the car. It was the DeLorean, basically. The doors came up.
0: And for some reason, my favorite was the least exciting one, Firecracker, the orange pickup truck that Hondo McLean drove. And it just popped up off its wheels and two cannons came out the front. And that's really it. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know why that one was my favorite. I got it. This is opening up some questions.
1: <laughs> I love your your knowledge of it. I thought that it was not even going to like, it was like, oh, you were, you were too old for it. No, Nope, not at God, all.
0: no. <laughs> no, I seriously still have them. This is a funny thing. They're actually hidden. <laughs> I have a house down in Long Beach that I rent to these two wonderful guys. They're former students of mine, but they don't even know it. There's a sealed attic. And all of my mask and Star Wars toys are hidden up in there. You have to Mm -hmm. literally, like, screw off boards of the top of the house to get them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah. So, are, are your... Do you have a lot of the old Star Wars toys still?
0: Yeah. I think... I mean, I have everything I had. So, I have the Millennium Falcon. I have... Pieces of the Death Star because it by the time like I used the elevator as a bazooka for years and because it was just this long
1: tube. <laughs> um Well, hang. Actually, let me cut you off because yeah. Star Wars talk comes up a lot on here, but it's been a while, and so I feel like I have to play this little uh uh theme song oh. for lack of better words. Okay, so let's, uh, let's go. Are they really gonna talk about Star Wars again? It happens. And- time that tony talks to his friends i'd rather hear them talk about
0: something else instead i guess i'm really gonna talk about star wars again that's awesome all right that's, that's awesome that's really good star wars <laughs> so carry on <laughs> i forget I just, it's where been it a while but so then, i had to uh, that's great <laughs> i had yeah i like that i had a couple tie fighters a snow speeder the dagobah set
1: slave one the cloud cars yeah i didn't have as many of the ships i had almost all the figures but i really i was a little more uh scarce on the ships yeah
0: i didn't use the ships that much because i I, mostly like i just wanted a tv tray and the figures so that they could like fall off like it was like a (laughs) cloud city or something i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh the one i did use a lot was the imperial attack base which was like the hoth base with the collapsible bridge and it had like the canon you barely saw
1: it it was yeah kind of i don't road. know if I, I don't know if i had that i love that
0: one yeah
1: man uh, i did not
0: expect to nerd out to this degree oh I'm well sorry.
1: you've clearly never been over here well yeah <laughs> it, that
0: does feel appropriate
1: yeah what i was gonna say though you pointed out the the luke uh stormtrooper uh that figure is the only one that i have that actually was mine as a kid. Really, And it turns out that is... I, th- It's either the most valuable or second most valuable one that there is from the original line. Because it's so rare? Apparently so. Because it was one of the last ones they put out. Yeah. And uh, it was a total coincidence that oh my I happened to just have it. Because I had a sad situation oh of no. where I got to an age uh, where I briefly thought... I was too old for toys, and at that moment, my family had a yard sale, Oh and I sold all of my Star Wars toys. Really, And what year would this have been?
0: Because I think I even remember going like, "I need to keep these; these will be worth something."
1: Yeah, I quickly regretted it. Like uh, that was a. It yeah. was like that that yard sale happened at the absolute worst moment for it to happen because I came <sighs> right back around very oh. quickly. <laughs> that breaks my heart. Uh, and then, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I want to say I was like middle school or maybe just short of middle school um but yeah a few years later my fam- i lived in michigan then and my family was moving to virginia and we were packing up to move and i just found him in oh a drawer had no idea i still had it oh. and then found one of those like little books and i mean i'm not gonna sell it anyways but i just thought that what are the odds that the one that i just happened to have because it was misplaced it's yeah. the one to have, apparently.
0: I would have killed for Han and Luke in removable Stormtrooper costumes when I was really playing with those. Because that was the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah, they got around to that way too late.
1: Yeah, I know. And they never made Han. Only yeah, Luke. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. What? The- <laughs> I don't know. They
0: must have, like, that must have been, like they started to do the both and then didn't and then there's like ah let's just do one last push with the molds we've got yeah. or something i wonder if there's a story behind that <laughs> there's got
1: to be yeah, yeah cuz that was one of like there was like this final series of like 11 figures or That's something right. and that was one of them
0: yeah but... what else was in that oh there it is there's like anakin yeah and, and star the star gunner the
1: weird a manaman his name is the oh, weird yeah. like yellow like Gumby looking guy yeah and uh yeah it's like all like weird minor background things but they threw luke stormtrooper in there which was your favorite when you were a kid that you like for me it was hoth han solo uh i probably the one that always comes to mind is the uh leia bush really one. yeah that's the one huh yeah, yeah. for big, some reason a long gun yeah i remember that yeah. yeah yeah and the removable mask yeah i feel like you put the removable masks on i was always a fan of that that was a big like step for star wars to
0: <laughs> just, <laughs> what was the first one I, was it that and uh didn't the leia the endor leia have a removable helmet too
1: or uh, am i making that i think she might have i'm I, not sure i could be but there was the lando also the skiff guard that's lando. right yes that's yeah right. yeah and i think they had to put those out after the movie had been out for a bit because oh. that was like pre-internet oh, days so like Euler? yeah you know i remember before empire strikes back came out
0: they put all the figures out and then they put out the trading cards and so i was at jc penny's with my mom and jc penny used to have a cafeteria It's crazy and oh, really? i do remember that and i bought hoth han solo but i'm looking at all these cards going like what's hoth and then looking at the trading cards and going what is this carbonite? Like, what is going on here? Hansel? Well, that doesn't look like him. I don't understand. And so I, st- I, saw all that stuff before I saw the movie, but it somehow didn't
1: matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when you're young enough, yeah. it's just like, cool. It's a new toy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep uh, drifting right. away from That's the right. microphone. I think we'll be good. I'm back, a... I'm
1: back now. Precaution. Yes. Yeah.
0: I should, of all people, I
1: should know better. <laughs> you're a professional. I know. <laughs> uh speaking speaking of being a professional i I I brought it up earlier that you're i uh, i've i'll full disclosure i've not heard every episode but i don't have to i i do greatly enjoy your podcast and uh, on the subject you had uh greg proops on talking about his time in episode one that's right and that was a fascinating listen yeah that that was fascinating for me for
0: sure i this is the podcast where I have people on that were like present in great scenes of cinema history or, you know, at least exciting scenes or something. And yeah. I really want someone from the original trilogy. And I, I've actually had people like a connection. So, but I, I feel like I want to wait for the right persons because there have been some pretty
1: random ones. Right. You know? Would uh, you accept a stormtrooper? Oh, God, I would love a stormtrooper because
0: okay. I have so many <laughs> questions because when I was a kid, that was the costume that I wanted the most. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I really want the right – either the right person or the right scene or the right someone, you know. So,
1: yeah. What's yeah. – uh, who's, who would be your – well, two, two parts of this. First, Star Wars. What's, what's the – if you could have the dream guest, who would it be?
0: You know, the first person that comes to mind actually is Dak. Okay. Because the role is also very memorable. Uh-huh. I mean, Wedge would be amazing. Right. But that's almost –
1: He's so, kind of uh, grumpy with it, though, right? Yeah, that's to, what I hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should try to get the Fortuna. He probably isn't up to anything. He's probably hoping that you're going to give him a ringy ding. But man to leave. Really try to get Biff Fortuna on your thing. And, you know, by thing, I mean podcasts. Biff Fortuna is pretty sweet. According to IMDb, he was also in A Christmas Carol in 1984 with George C. Scott. Works perfectly to fit with this podcast. You should try to get there for Fortuna, he probably isn't up to.
0: A lot of the people are English too. That's the problem. Yeah. So I could do it over the phone, but those interviews are a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I don't. Work. I don't like doing the phoneers even...
1: and Skype and all that. Yeah. If no. it if it if that's the only way, sometimes all right. But yeah, I prefer not to.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else would be. I'm trying to think of who else would be really great. I would love like one of Java's guards would be cool too, or, or like the Gamorrean guards. Yeah. Yeah. I was or, a big
1: fan of that that toy also. Yeah,
0: that was a good one. Big fat heavy figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, Jeremy Bullock would be pretty cool too. Loba yeah. Boba Fett. I mean, he couldn't beat that. But Or Lobot. He's dead though. Is he dead? Yeah, because he also played someone else iconic that you wouldn't have thought.
1: I feel like I actually looked that up recently. I could try and do look it up again right now. Uh, yeah. I, for, for a long time as a kid, I, before things like IMDb existed, I was convinced that Lobot was also uh, Principal Strickland. From Back, Back to the, to the Future,
0: future.
1: <laughs> just a bald head. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was discriminating against the bald. <laughs> yeah, let's see, Lobot. Well, Who was Lobot?
0: Well, I know he was in something else that you'd be, you wouldn't connect. I'll look while we talk. Okay,
1: <laughs> but if uh w- what about non-Star Wars? Do you have like a a guy that you're, a g- or a girl? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I tried to get.
0: The woman who's at the bottom of the well in Silence of the Lambs that put the lotion on the basket, but Uh she declined. Oh, really? Yeah. There was another person I really wanted that got as far as got to the studio and was having a really bad day, and they felt horrible for them, and they left.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so it had nothing to do with they didn't want to talk about it. They just it was just. I'm not, not so sure day. about that.
0: Oh really? Yeah, I don't know. It was a little mysterious, and uh-huh. I think they were going through some things. I didn't know them, so it yeah, was a yeah. surprise to me. But uh, yeah, wait, I can't find a body here <laughs>
1: now. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be us searching for Lobos. <laughs>
0: searching for <low> a <laughs> I'm
1: just going that route. John Hollis is his name. That's in right. Program. Yes. Okay. So, what? What
0: is he in Star Wars? Something else? No.
1: You go. Oh, he oh, he's Land in those aid. He's in Su- Superman, Superman yes. two, and Flash Gordon. That's right. Yeah.
0: Who is he in Superman two, though? And Superman 4, The Quest for Peace.
1: But I'm not seeing the character name. What? He's done he's done done a
0: lot. Russian General in Superman 4. Oh, he's in For Your Eyes Only. Oh, he's Blofeld. That's what it is. In the beginning, there's a whole opening sequence with Blofeld, and that's who he is. He's a Krypton elder in Superman 2.
1: It's weird that he's in multiple Superman movies, but I think playing different characters. Yeah.
0: Oh, in Flash Gordon, he's Clytus Observer number two. Good. <laughs> Good.
1: I don't understand the move of uh, putting the same actor in sequels and you're not playing the same guy. It kind of yeah. drives me crazy. Bond movies did that a lot, really? too. Yeah.
0: And Star Wars, too, or Raiders did that a lot with um, the, the big Nazi that he fights in front of the airplane in Cairo. Uh-huh. He's the main thuggy guard in Temple of Doom. Oh, really? And then he's I also like a Nazi thug in Last Crusade, but his part got trimmed down a lot. But he's chasing them on the blimp. He's down there on the ground. Weird. Yeah. I did not know any of that. Yeah.
1: How do you feel about this reboot they're talking about?
0: Not not so excited about it. Yeah, I feel either. like that's... Like Star Wars, starting over with Star Wars, new characters and stuff, sounds good to me. But mm-hmm. it's just... This is one where you truly... It's all about the actor. Like I mean, totally the movies agree. Movies are obviously
1: amazing, but they... They gelled with the actor so much. I, I don't see the point. Yeah. I and I, I know they're saying, like, Chris Pratt is, and I like Chris Pratt, but I uh, just, I don't want, I don't need it. No, I don't, don't need either. it. You know what? You could even make, make it, but uh, say it's the Uncharted movie. Yeah. Because well, those games seriously. are basically just Indiana Jones, anyways, and just, yeah. just call it that. And I'd feel better about it. I guess I like it
0: better than Bradley Cooper, but. Yeah. I don't know who. I just don't see the
1: point. Huh?
0: Nope. I'm with you. And I don't think I've ever been one of those people that's, you know, like, leave my childhood alone or, uh-huh. or, you know. But this one, it's not leave my childhood alone. It's just why it can't be as
1: good. Yeah. It can't.
0: They're, yeah. Just stop like,
1: with the reboots. Yeah.
0: It's like, let's. The only thing let's, they're, let's they're new idea's going to do is maybe, like, bank on the fact that you know the originals and how they diverge from that path will seem novel, but then that kind of doesn't seem like a reason to do a movie. Yeah. But then I remember, like, I don't remember, but when Connery stopped doing Bond, everybody's like, "No, Connery's the Bond," and he was for all time until basically until Daniel Craig came along and people like him. But they had a tough time with that, and this is kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford is Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, like I could, because I, I was actually thinking about that last night. Like if they uh, tried to take that approach, like the James Bond approach, where it just it they keep them going, yeah. and it just changes. I don't know, like. I'm intrigued by that idea, but I just I don't know if I like it though.
0: Yeah, and it, it'll take at least one cycle for it to feel yeah right or something. I don't. Because who
1: was who was first after Connery?
0: George Lazenby, and he did one movie. Okay, he's and the he
1: one. Was guy. not. Is he the only one that did one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was not well received though. Today it's a lot better received, but
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure Disney's listening yeah (laughs) well
0: we are in burbank
1: here it's (laughs) it's true they're just outside um i was thinking earlier about uh so you and i actually met at the pollen storm video yeah that we were in together
0: is that where we met for the first time? Yeah. Because
1: I knew, I knew of, you know, I knew yeah. of you and we have lots of mutual friends, but yeah. I never actually met you till that day. Right. And I met okay. Todd Cooper. That You know Todd, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's where I met Todd as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a fun, ridiculous day. And I didn't I, know that's where you met Todd. I thought you guys were long friends. No, or it's fun. And we barely talked that day. How and, funny. And like, yeah, we kind of like crossed paths again a few months later and now we get along splendidly. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you guys are taking over the podcast world. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um but I if I remember correctly, you uh you had an interesting fact about the guitar you were playing. That's right, yeah. Please please share that with everyone if you could.
0: My I have an electric guitar that was previously owned by David Koresh, the Waco Texas cult leader.
1: And and, and how did that come to your uh, I
0: just went was in the market for a good vintage guitar, and I went and found this one, and I loved it, and I bought it, and right after I paid for it, they told me, by the way, we didn't really want to say anything (laughs) until after the sale, but this was sold to us by the former roommate of David Koresh. He left it behind in their apartment when he moved to Texas. Uh I guess this was in San Francisco. And um, so there's no documents, but there's also, I don't know why they... You know what a strange story to lie about,
1: you know? <laughs> right. and I was like, "Yeah, if you're going to you lie about it, you would tell them up front, probably thinking yeah. that's going to raise the price."
0: Yeah, which probably for me, I mean, the novelty value of that, I probably would have paid a little bit more. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome guitar. It's a heavy, heavy electric guitar, but it's like a natural wood guitar, and it's really cool. It's a, I think it's a '78 Ibanez musician as uh-huh. the model. Yeah, that's musician. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I've heard of that. <laughs> Why not just call it a guitar? Ibanez, the new Ibanez guitar, electric guitar. I
1: was like my uh, when I, I don't know how much you know about my my history, but I I was a touring yes, musician for yes. a long time and all that, uh, and we always just used to laugh about a lot of like college festivals we would play because it would be that like uh-huh. the most. We, we played Band Fest, oh, and geez. there was one that literally was called... So I remember we joked about this, and then one time actually did Music Fest. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, when you think about, like, Sketch Fest. Yeah. yeah comedy Fest. Is there a Comedy Fest?
1: I, I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Not a whole lot of thought going into those names. <laughs> it's... Uh, is music something that uh, you ever pursued or anything? Never uh, professionally, but
0: very much as like a passion, I guess. I, I um, it it was the thing I came to latest of the things I love to do. I like to do a lot of different things, and it was the one that I think came around when I was about twenty. And okay. so, I, but I just dove in, and I think more than anything, I really like writing songs. I wouldn't consider myself a like expert musician by any means, but. I found that, like, to learn to play a cover of someone else's song is a lot harder to do than really play a song you're writing well. Like, you can mm-hmm. seem like an expert if you're, like, doing a finger-picking pattern that most naturally comes to you and you're creating right. it. it. And makes if you mess it,
1: up, you go, oh, I meant to do that. Yeah, it,
0: it was <laughs> such a, like, I just needed every ounce of help I could get. And, you know, in a basically a 20-year process, it was the way to get me where I wanted to be to, like, only... It seems like only in the last five years I've been comfortable doing music publicly, though I did it for years. I was in a couple bands and stuff, but uh-huh. they were always just little hobby things. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I mostly enjoy it, though. It still has the most power over me to make me nervous, you know, uh-huh. if I have to perform it or something.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And don't you, you have a a group, right, with the, it's with some of the super egos,
0: Yeah, right? yeah. It's called The Journeyman, and it's just like a, a fake outlaw country band, kind of, you know, like waylon jennings style and uh, we have an album called mount us more that you can just find online Uh, but yeah that was really fun because our friend james is a music editor and producer and he produced the whole thing and played on it and he's amazing so he took guys who had a knack for like writing those type of songs but made it sound like that kind of music he's he's amazing yeah yeah and Mark nice. McConville in Super Ego is a really talented musician. He plays guitar and pedal steel and stuff like that. And oh, nice. That's my favorite instrument. I have yeah, one, but I, I, badass. Yeah, I, in the way that I couldn't do algebra in high school, I, it's like <laughs> too many, you literally have to use both hands, both feet and both knees. That was the thing they don't tell you when right, you buy it. Right, like you're right. using your knees too. about that part. Yeah. Yeah. What do you actually do with your knees? There's levers on either side. So you what move them to do? the right. To the left, they bend strings okay. just like the pedal does. So yeah, okay. you flatten or sharpen a certain string. Yeah. Weird. And there are 10 strings too. That's the other thing. It's, oh, I don't think I even knew. I don't think no, I, I've never
1: even uh, gotten that close to one. I don't think. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that's incredibly difficult. And I also hear banjo is very difficult.
0: I have a well. banjo, and I somehow take well to fingerpicking. Uh-huh. Like, I had trouble learning to strum for some reason. But finger picking, I think because it feels like every basic beat, my finger making contact with something, and it's a way for me to keep it steady. Right. So I love banjo, and I like mostly guitar. I play finger style and stuff. Uh-huh. So that, yeah, somehow that, I had it backwards. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: It's that Nuno Bettencourt from Extreme Influence. On that's you, absolutely it? right. Queen's I didn't know right. if I was. I wasn't comfortable enough just throwing Nuno out there. I had to. You could I have. To. I okay. would have followed it up. I wanted to, but I just I bailed at the last <laughs> second. I had to. <laughs>
0: How if I if I came back with a Sharon would that be? Oh all right? yeah. Okay.
1: I can go Pat Badger on you. That you've gone one too far. From it.
0: <laughs> I'm impressed.
1: Yeah. For some re- that's a uh, useless talent. A talent's a strong word. Uh, Naming yeah. band members. Of bands that I maybe briefly liked or sometimes never even liked, but for some reason I can tell you all their names.
0: That's pretty good. That's how I am with mask toys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or the mask characters. Yes, you are. Yeah. I will say I uh I remember seeing it as a kid and then revisited recently. Uh do you remember the uh, the big concert that they had at Wembley Stadium after Freddie Mercury died—the big like yeah. tribute to Are Freddie Mercury—had
0: in somewhere about Extreme. Yes, I am.
1: Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think this was going to happen, did you? No. Uh, and Extreme played a Queen medley, and I remember as a kid seeing it and thinking this is kind of awesome. And recently, uh, that oh, popped no. back into my head, and yeah. I was like, I wonder if that holds uh-huh. up. It holds up. Really? Awesome. Oh, my God. It's really good. i have to check that out. Yeah. Wow. I know it sounds crazy, but they kind of kill it. It's really good. You know, when Gary
0: Sharon took over on lead vocals for Van Halen, mm-hmm. I mean, they really are the worst years, but I don't think it's his fault, because no. just the band sounds horrible. It's yeah. just the most horrible derivative music at the time. And yeah. I used to love him. Mm-hmm.
1: God. I did, too. I, uh, one time... When I was touring in Japan, I walked past, like, a thrift store, and one of the things they had in the window was a Van Halen with Gary Sharon shirt. Oh. And I wanted to buy it so bad, but it was, like, $80. What? You've got to be kidding me. That was the only reason I didn't buy it. What
0: kind of, like, irony, like, <laughs> after that whole experiment failed, if you would have said, like, hey, consolation a shirt with you on there is going to go for $80 <laughs> in
1: 2015. But only in Japan, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my biggest touring regret that I didn't purchase that shirt.
0: Understandable. <laughs> I was in Ensenada one time, and in this little, like, shack store was a velvet painting. And he, Shaquille O'Neal store. Yeah. 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 One of his uh, franchises, <laughs> but he was working it. Okay. Yeah. He stops in as a secret shopper. <laughs> There was this like uh, velour velvet painting with a beautiful frame of Charles Bronson, and it was unbelievable. And it was like, I want to say it was like $60. Uh But at the time, I'm like, ah, I can't pay that much for kitsch. But now (laughs) I wish I had it somewhere that's hanging above somebody's heart-shaped bed.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what? uh, In this room... Something I did purchase in Japan that I'm very excited about, and I have it in that box right there. You see that mug that has Michael Jackson and E.T. on it? What you can't really see because it's hidden in the box, the top of it says best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I couldn't not buy that one. <gasps> oh, you got the Rancor up there. <laughs> Felice Navi Pod will be right back. Hey, do you like to buy things? Of course you do. We all do. You know where a great place to buy things is? Amazon.com. Wait, no, FelizNavipod.com. Go there, go to the Amazon banner at the top of the page, and then just go shop on Amazon like you always would. And then a portion of what you purchase will go to support the show. We thank you. Now do it. And now, back to Feliz uh well let's uh let's get into a little bit of Christmas here please
0: yeah i'm sad that it's over
1: <laughs> i know me too i uh i was worried a little bit when i started doing this that if i really did it all year long that i was going to just get sick of it yeah it actually made me more excited for christmas oh, this year really and like i kind of to some people i'm like the Christmas guy now. Mm. And so I got very busy in December. I was getting lots of like, Hey, you want to come do this? And oh this and really? It. So it was fun, oh, but it also cool. like made it kind of fly by. And I was like, shit, I don't, I enjoyed it, but not the way I usually do. Yeah. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Of course. Um, but yeah, so you, so you're, you're a fellow Christmas lover.
0: I am. I mean, I'm probably the least religious person in the world. Oh, but me they, too. The, yeah. So. The tradition of Christmas though. And you know, whatever that means for just American idiots like us you know (laughs) man i love it and my girlfriend liked it but i don't think she liked it to the level i did and so it it was a process of i guess we've had four christmases together of her each christmas kind of getting more into it Uh uh-huh like just never occurred to her to kind of be that into it like the day after thanksgiving we're getting a tree oh yeah yeah it's stupid and we bought a tree so big that when we put it up, it literally scraped the ceiling and could have probably just stood on its own wedge between the ceiling and the floor. It was such a mistake. We didn't mean to. It was just such a nice tree, and I had to throw it off the balcony because I couldn't get it back down the <laughs> I saw that,
1: uh, that Instagram. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, I don't know. I just, like, the music, theoretically, the weather, though, that never seems to happen. Yeah. Uh, and um, Where did you grow up? Here. Oh, you did? Yeah. In Whittier, which is like okay. 40 minutes from huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I just ate it up because you're off school, mm-hmm. and you can't really work. Like especially now, all the world shuts down
1: a little bit. And it's it's just... crazy. Like I feel like this last last year or two or the first times that since I've lived here, I've actually been here. Oh yeah, for a lot of the you know once it gets close, and it is crazy how I know everybody says it, but like everybody's gone oh it's great (laughs) it's the best yeah i remember going to a bar like the saturday before christmas this last year i was like saturday night it was the emptiest i'd seen any bar in la yeah and it was a saturday night and it was it was pretty great and and you just
0: especially the week between christmas and new year's you just don't feel bad about getting nothing done and it's (laughs) the best i already am bummed it's over i get a little like Christmas withdrawal blues every year. Oh yeah, I yeah. know
1: I totally do. And again, like I like I said, thinking this would make me sick of it, it's done the exact opposite. So I was even more bummed this year when oh, it was, man. And I feel like every year, you know, my my uh, you know, much like how this room is with toys, that's kind of how I am with Christmas. Like decorations and then even I have a lot of like Christmas toys then as oh, well. Yeah uh that just you know come out they live in a closet most of the year but then they all come out and are scattered throughout the house and like yeah packing that stuff up it's a big bummer It's sad yeah
0: yeah Ugh. <laughs> but i know around halloween is when i start to feel so good because the weather's cooling down mm-hmm. and the holidays are coming Ugh. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have one uh growing up that like stands out a lot as like
0: For some reason, well, I had like the Christmas where I got a bike, but I was sick. And so my mom made me wear my sister's powder blue quilted parka outside to ride it uh, with like a hood and a white fur. (laughs) But, (laughs) But for some reason, well, and then my grandma got me the Death Star one year, but I don't know why there was this specific Lego set I got one year that just stuck with me. It was called the Public Works.
1: Uh huh. It's just like a,
0: a garage with a dump truck, dump truck, and like a little crane on a monorail. And oh man, I don't know why that, <laughs> that one stuck with me. There's no fair, reason for fair it. Fair enough. What about you? Uh,
1: it's yeah. It's kind of the same. Where there's not like like I just kind of have always loved it. But there's not necessarily like one huge one. I always uh probably like as far as like losing my mind being so excited about something was the year i got a nintendo oh yeah yeah because yeah, yeah i think i've said it a bunch of times on here but my parents still to this day like to remind me that <laughs> i told them that if i get that they never have to give me anything else ever as long <laughs> as i live so,
0: yeah oh man
1: and and they never have they've never gotten me a thing well, since 1988 that's fair mm-hmm. that's fair yeah they you know I gotta stick to my word
0: <laughs> we should do this again next Christmas when it really won't be sad you know that's true yeah.
1: yeah I know it uh it's good to know it's good to have have you uh on deck oh yeah, ready to, ready to go
0: oh we can talk about favorite christmas songs yeah
1: what 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 is the what is the favorite
0: like traditionally I guess my favorite is for some reason we three kings I don't know why interesting when you've it up it's sort of feels like a modern pop song or something uh-huh. i don't know
1: did you hear the uh that bad religion christmas album that came out no two years ago uh-uh. i think because i think they did that on there really yeah. i know the bare
0: naked ladies did it <laughs> at one point with sarah mclaughlin they they mashed that up and uh um oh my god it's a god resty merry gentleman i think
1: i don't know I, I want to be. say the bad religion one did that because that was like their whole thing. They did a lot of like traditional songs and it was, yeah, a lot of people were very weirded out by it, but it was actually kind of fun. Like I thought it was actually, cause like who expected them to do that? Yeah, that's
0: pretty cool. Obviously nobody. Yeah.
1: But it was also like a, the money they made from it, they like donated to like a foundation that was for people that had been molested by priests or something oh like that. God. Wow. So it was, well, that sounds like
0: a good religion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like, I think they had a sense of humor about, like, we're just going to have fun and make this, but then actually, like, did it for a good cause. I also like
0: when I have no problem with the day after Halloween stores going into Christmas mode. I know people. I the, there are three things. I'll say two of them that and Godfather 3. I really like Godfather 3. And these are the <laughs> things I differ with society on. I say November 1st. Like, deck the halls, and I love Godfather 3. I understand it has shortcomings. <laughs> I get that. But I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you still wait till day after Thanksgiving for the tree, though?
0: Only because I don't think it'll survive that Okay, long. right. And, the, and the they're, tree, they're hard yeah. to
1: find right, before yeah. then. But I love yeah.
0: Christmas shopping and getting in crowded malls. It's the only time I like being in a crowded mall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I... Uh... I do, for as much as I love it. I'm not a guy that feels the need for a real tree. I don't, Tony I don't care Faxton. about that.
0: How do, how do you not? My family just smell. never did it. Really?
1: Yeah. And part of it is I, uh, am like the ultimate indoor kid. I'm allergic to everything. Oh yeah. So but that was also part of you have a cat and a of, dog. Yeah, I know. I've, I've learned to, to cope with uh, some things. Gotcha. So, and these, I'm lucky with these guys. They don't tend to bother me too much. That's nice. Some houses I can go into and I'm a disaster the second I walk. Oh indoor. boy. But, uh, yeah, so and a tree
0: you'd be allergic to a tree. I, I you
1: think, I, or you know, uh, I don't know that it would actually bother me, but I do know that I am allergic to pretty much every type of tree. Really, yeah. Which Have is you ever had them. one? We, had, I remember having one as a kid. I don't remember having issues with it, but uh, I don't know it, now. So, like, just never really having it. I think you got to give maybe. It just seems like a little bit more of a hassle than I care to deal with.
0: Tony, you have a podcast called Feliz Navipod. I'm aware. You have a Christmas tree in your room mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. That one stays all I'll tell you what. Here. You have me back in early December, and I will bring you a small tree. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, if it makes you allergic, you can throw it out.
1: But but what about, this is how you,
0: important this is. Your, uh,
1: your cat doesn't fuck with it?
0: A little bit. Yeah. But that's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly she just <laughs> hides under it. This one was too big for her to fuck with it. It's just, it. was ridiculous. But the smell to me is the one of the most amazing part of Christmas. Is yeah. Waking up in the morning, coming onto the living room and just getting hit with that Christmas tree smell. Oh.
1: Yeah. Uh my girlfriend did buy uh, one of those things you can put in the tree to kind of make it smell no more real. No, I, I also can't, I, I I'm just I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth, Matt. I'm not <laughs> defending it. I'm just telling you what happened. I also sounds like I'm making all these excuses now. I also have, a, despite the size of my nose, I have a very poor sense of smell. Oh. so I feel like I'm not sure how much I'm even going to notice it. You.
0: Anyways. Y- you, until you don't know, you can't know.
1: I mean, I've been to people's houses that have them. ah oh, yeah. <sighs> 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 you came in so excited, and you're now going to be leaving so disappointed. I never knew this year-round
0: Christmas podcast was hosted by Scrooge.
1: Mm-hmm. Well... I don't. I don't know what you want from me. Just I want you, you to truth. have.
0: I want you to accept the gift of a small but real tree, December of this year, from me.
1: I'll accept that challenge. Okay, I'm not opposed to it. All right. It's just the whole. Like I said, the whole thought of going and getting one and then putting it on top of the car and all that me, stuff. Like,
0: well, let me just throw this at. You. Okay, you get your girlfriend. You throw on some sweaters. You go get a like a just a hot. Caramel cider at your favorite coffee establishment. <laughs> you go pick out a tree together, have the person throw it up on the thing and tie it on there. And then, yeah, putting it up is a bit of a pain. But then, once you get to decorate it with the real tree, listeners, I'd like you to call in right now and back <laughs> me up on this.
1: <laughs> Why is decorating a real tree better than decorating the
0: fake tree? Because it smells.
1: <laughs> you love that smell? Oh, it's
0: the best. <laughs>
1: I I can't, I can't argue against it. Okay. I just, you know. But then you also... But then there's... Yeah, you got to keep it... Keep watering it. You do. are going to get the there's a, there's needles a all over the ground. That's true. That's I feel true. like Rigby's probably going to eat all those needles. Then I'm going to wow. be cleaning up the dog puke from when she pukes up the needles. I'm just Same saying, give it thing. a shot.
0: Did, did your listeners know that you didn't have a real tree until It's now? come up
1: before. Has it? And I, people have been shocked a little in the past, but I don't, I don't think they've taken it as personal as you have.
0: Well, I think that they should and should voice their (laughs) opinions at you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and second life, whatever that is. (laughs) I just know that was something once.
1: (laughs) Um, well, fair enough. Uh, I want to ask you something I've been meaning to ask everyone, uh, at the end, like, also, I, Often have little segments that we do. I'm going to be honest. Don't have one today. Don't need to. Don't need it. We've been, we're good. We're good here. You got angry at me. (laughs) (laughs) But what I have been trying to, at least if I don't have a segment, I want to ask everyone this now. Do you, do you know Dave Clock? Artist Dave Clock? He does all the Meltdown posters. I know the name. Okay. It doesn't really matter, but good friend of mine. And he's a great human being. And he, his two favorite things are hockey. And sandwiches, mm. as so much so that a friend made him a big patch for his jacket that says hockey <laughs> and sandwiches. And Dave put it on his jacket, and he wears it all the time. Uh, so I've been like, I've been asking people if you're going to have a patch. Oh, good. Two questions. things. What are your two things?
0: I know one of them. Let me. All right, I got it. What you got? I got myself just a sweet. Letterman's jacket, and on the back is a big old patch that says Burritos and Real Trees.
1: (laughs) This is... uh, My last guest also said burritos. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love a bean and cheese burrito with nothing else on it. It's my
1: favorite food. I wondered if Real Trees was going to get in there. Yeah, Yeah, it did. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I like it. Um, Well, awesome. This was super fun. Yeah, thank Thank you. I'm sorry that I disappointed you. You didn't disappoint me. You just... um,
0: Excited me for what future you will have to come with a real tree.
1: Fair enough, and I accept that challenge. Okay, good. I'm gonna hold you to it.
0: Yeah, listeners, hold us to it.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is there anything you have anything you want to plug or anything?
0: Oh, you can just check out the "I Was There Too" podcast and Super Ego podcast and James Bonding. I do too many podcasts, (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I think that's it. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Tony. Merry
1: Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Now get out. All right, we're at the end again. Thank you, Matt Gorley, for coming by. He gave you his plugs, but I'll also tell you he's at Matt Gourley, G-O-U-R-L-E-Y, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh Lots of stuff going on uh, in the last week. Uh, you can hear me filling in on several episodes of Never Not Funny, which was a huge thrill for me. As you know, I'm a big fan, and I got to uh, be intern for a couple of days and fill in, so that was super fun. You can get those on iTunes or nevernotfunny.com. Uh, I'll be back again uh, tomorrow by the time you hear this, the Thursday episode. Uh, I'm also on Matt Pryor's podcast, Nothing to Write Home About, also on iTunes. Uh, That was great if you were a uh, Motion City fan or been following me through the years. We got, uh, you know, into that band talk of life why i left and all that stuff i know i've talked about it before but we got into it there a little bit so if you're interested in that sort of thing check that out um but yeah again i'll remind you leave us a nice review on itunes you might win a mug you have a week to do it next wednesday um other than that i think that is going to do it for now oh let me remind you puppets understand is now on youtube the nerdist channel on youtube uh so puppets understand me and kate mccucci please watch that and share it it's very family friendly show it to people of all ages um so that's gonna do it for real this time uh thank you guys for listening i've been tony Thaxton. that hit ha- oh i almost forgot guys christmas is december 25th that's gonna do it mark your calendars i've been tony Thaxton. that's been rigby and as always,
0: we wish you a Merry Christmas from Philippe.